Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for the privilege you've given us to hear a word. As we hear a word, we pray that deposit yourself into us. Oh, open the eyes of our understanding that we might behold wondrous things from your word. Help us to see what you say. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 6. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. The righteousness which is of faith speaks. The righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. So there are things you are not supposed to say. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on, on, on this wise. Say not in thy heart who shall ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down from heaven. Or who shall descend into the, the deep. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what says it? So the righteousness, the righteousness which is of faith says something. It says that the word is near thee. Even in thy, thy mouth and in thy heart. That, that is the word of faith which we preach. There is a word we are preaching. The righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. In other words, the, that's how it operates. It says that the word is, don't be saying, oh God, so when would this thing happen? Oh God, so how, how, what, what, next year? Or, no, don't be saying those things. He said the word we preach is in you. What does he say? He said the word which we preach is in thy mouth. It's near you. It's in thy mouth and in thy heart. Thy mouth and thy heart. The word which I'm preaching something that must be repeated in your mouth. So it says the righteousness which is of faith. In other words, to get the correct take. Yes, right. Which comes by faith. This is what he's saying. He said for you to get that kind of righteousness, then the word which we are preaching is in your mouth. It's near you in your mouth and it's in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Hallelujah. That if you confess with thine mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth homologia is made unto salvation. Can you imagine you can't be saved in spite of what you are saying? When it comes to salvation, what you are saying matters. Listen, let me put it this way. God can't save you in spite of what you are saying. Heaven respects what you say. 
Hallelujah. I see heaven is going to do this for somebody. In Luke chapter 17, verse 21, Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is not foul. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you, is inside you. All the breakthrough you are looking for is not from outside you. It's within you. Tell someone the kingdom of God is within you. The The Greek word is basilea, kingdom, rulership. Not the um, geographical location, but when God is ruling, rulership of God, Greek word basilea, the kingdom of God, Jesus said, is within you. So actually, your dominion, your control, is inside you. And I will show you why you are sick. <laughs> I will show you why. I, sometimes, you see, these are the things that unbelievers can't get. Because these are secrets, trade secrets for the believer. And it's interesting that the kingdom of God is within you now. How much power resides in your tongue. There's so much power in what you can say. Power. 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 Your marriage is in your mouth. Your healing is in your mouth. What you haven't repeated, you can't easily suffer. What you are not saying. <laughs> Most of us have destroyed our future with what we are saying. And you want some special man of God's prayer to fix it. What you say is responsible for the outcome of your life. Oh, Pastor, I can't believe it. even that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, let me give you um, a few points. Number one, how much power resides in your tongue? Number one, every word you speak is a seed. How many of you agree that life operates on seed? You are a result of a seed. Yeah. And where you lay your seed will determine what next is coming. (laughs) I'm a result of my father's seed. We are all seeds. Genesis chapter. 8 verse 22. Bible says, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will not cease. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer. Do we still have summer and winter? Are you sure? Uh, do we still have <laughs> do we still have cold and heat? Yeah, that's, Genesis said a long time. 
as long as the earth remains, seed time harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. These things will never change. They are settled as long as the earth remains. But what I want to focus on that seed and harvest. So your life operates on seed and harvest. Day and night. Summer and winter. Heat and cold. These are things we are living with. We can, we can, since we are born, you've been living with it. Even those who live in the tropic regions, they get cold. Yeah. It's time for cold. And even those who of us who live in the temperate regions, we get hot sometimes. Yeah. Heat and cold. Summer and winter. Um, day and night. Yes, you can't say oh, there's no day, there's no night. There will always be day and night. There will always be winter and summer. There will always be heat and cold. Likewise, there will always be seed time and harvest. So, harvest is a function of seed. Your life is harvesting the seed you've been releasing. The things you have been saying. The things you have been saying is what is happening in your life. Luke chapter 8, verse 11. Let's already Allah. Let's go. The seed is what? The seed is what? So the word of God is a seed. When God wants to help you, you send a word. That's the seed. If you want to see happen, you take it and speak it and see. Um, Matthew chapter 12 verse 36 says that whatever word you speak, you shall give account. So when you speak, you are sowing seeds. But I say unto you that every idle word that you didn't mean it or I just was joking, uh -uh, you still are responsible for it. Never by accident tell somebody you kill me. I'm dying to see you. Ha! <laughs> I'm dying for you. Years ago, I was listening to uh, Kenneth Copeland. He made a statement that was so profound. He said, we say, a part of, it's part of English um, vocabulary. I'm afraid not. Why are you saying I'm afraid? Those are the careless statements. Careless words. So most of us say, but, 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 oh, come on, come on, but I didn't mean it like this. I didn't mean it. You will eat what you are saying. Because what you speak is a seed. This is a strong thing. Jesus said, I tell, this is Jesus speaking. That every idle word a man shall speak they shall give account thereof. Every, every other word that men shall speak, they shall give account in the day of judgment. You will give account. Oh, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, but you will give account for it. Oh, I'm just joking. That's why some vocabularies must be far from you. 
far from you. This is one thing I've never said. Oh my gosh. It's such a rubbish stuff. <laughs> never said something like that from my mouth. <laughs> every word you speak is a seed. And every faith giant speaks, watch this, every faith authority, faith giant speaks consciously. Or cautiously, when you are speaking, you are very careful with the words because you are releasing seeds for your future. So for you to do well, if you want to be a faith giant, you must be intentional with what you don't say. Ha! <laughs> you didn't know what they just, I went to those, you know what they just said? They said, this, I've got a certain sickness, there's, they have never seen some, and there's no diagnosis, or there's no uh, uh, care for it. I've got a sickness. You are telling them. Yeah, see, you see, that's why you are sick. See, if they say it and you don't say it, I'm telling when they say it, you say something else. They say it, you say something else. You see the results. There is power in your words. Because your words are seeds. I don't know what you want to see in tomorrow, but be careful how you are, what you are saying. Everything that comes out of your mouth is a seed for your tomorrow. Remember seed time and harvest. Everything that comes out. You have to be intentional about never saying some things. It's very important. And the beauty, the beauty is every word of God that comes out of your mouth, you commit God. So when you speak the word of God, you've committed God. For instance, you don't feel well. And you say, you, God's word said, by his stripes I'm healed. You commit God. You speak it. Speak it. Speak it. You see, the slightest problem you have in your body, you have to go to the doctors. For them to tell you something, you should be saying. <laughs> they say that you also start saying it. You start saying it. You start saying it. You start saying it. I'm telling you something. The realm of faith is very conscious about what we say. So far, I don't know what kind of seeds you've sown into your future. Your words, number two. So number one, every word you speak is a seed. Number two, your words are creative. What you say, you create. In the beginning, God said, let there be, and there was. And God said, as, as you keep hearing me, good. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, then God said, verse 6, then God said, verse 9, then God said, verse 11, then God said, verse 14, then God said, verse 16, then God said, verse 20, God said, 24, then God said, 26, then God said, and God kept saying, and God saying, kept saying, and then verse 31, say, God saw. So, God saw that all he has created. But he wasn't making anything. He was speaking. Yeah, that's how you create. And he created us in his image. 
So last Sunday I said, after he created man, he brought the animals to see what verse, chapter 2, verse 18, that was. God said, it's not, good, it's not good for man to be alone. You know, remember that scripture? Verse 19 says, God brought all the animals, and the Lord, out of the ground, the, God, the Lord God formed the beasts of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he will call them. He brought them to, to see Adam. Call, go ahead. He, he, he created them to see what you call them. And the, the issue is that, and whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. You are see, bringing them to see what you call them, yet what he says settles it. What he said, yeah, you know, the reason why the monkey behaved like a monkey is because Adam called you monkey. <laughs> so the more you call your husband monkey, You say things like, I've married such a dumb. Yes. That's, what, that's all you're going to get for the future. Be careful what you say. Don't joke about what you say. Because you are, you are a mobile power creation, creating power. Your words are creative. Number three. Every word you say is prophetic. Joel chapter 3, verse 10. Let's read it all together. Let's all go. Let's go. One more time. Let the... Let, let's, let's read from let the weak day. Let's go. Let the weak say... your plowshares into swords and your pruning hook into you are ready to take over and then let the weak say once your sword is ready say I am strong don't, don't say I'm weak it is here that we let the weak say I'm weak I remember years ago some preachers started saying you see you are, you, are, you are not living you are living in denial if you are weak just say I'm weak no no he didn't say let the weak say I am not weak he didn't say let him say I am not weak he said let him say I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. What you are saying is creating the future you are going to meet. Your words are prophetic. They will tell you things like, as for me, I will just say what's on my, on my mind. You will suffer in life. Don't just say what's on your mind. Because what you say, you are prophesying. Don't just say what's on my mind. And then uh, 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 social media say, what's on your mind? You can't, you can't really reveal what's on your mind because sometimes it's rubbish. It's too much rubbish on your mind. It's just for you. It's just for you. <laughs> but they will tell you that, uh, say what's your mind. As for me, I just say uh, what's on my mind. I just say, never just say what's on your mind. Say what you want to see. Say, believer, say what you want to see. Say what you want to see. I want to show you a certain scripture. When Papa quoted that scripture, I was shocked. I said, what? Isaiah 33, 24. This scripture is powerful. 
Underline it in your Bible. (laughs) This is a serious one. He said the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. The inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. Let's all read that first part together. Let's go. Read it again. For the last time, louder. Why are you saying you are sick? Hey, there's a problem with those who are with phone and they're sick. <laughs> so you see, we live, can I tell you something? We live in a society that has programmed everything in your life possibly to keep you down, to keep you on the losing end. Because sometimes, even if you can't make it to work, and it's a good reason, it's, that good reason may not be good enough till you say, I am sick. But when you are caught spiritually saying you are sick, your boss will you, you pass, it's okay. But then there is a charge you are brought against yourself. So you have to find a different way of putting it. (laughs) We live in a system that has been designed to make sure you will always be losing and you will not be able to live the victorious, triumphant life. He said the inhabitants shall not say, I am sick. (laughs) Kadabashakata. Let's all read it again. One more time. This is a very powerful scripture. Are you not coming for quarry heads? Oh, I'm sick. your mouth has created for you. Most of us, your your condition now was created by your mouth. But you see, these are things that until you get the wisdom of God and the word of God, the word of God is the manual for life. Without the word, how would you know this? You wouldn't know it. 
Everybody. In fact, there was a certain lady I used to know. How when you see her? Uh, how are you? Oh, not good, not good. How are you? Not good. Yeah. yeah, it's common to say that. Oh, not bad. Very bad, very bad. How are you? Very bad, bad, bad. Not good, not good. Yeah. Man, man, things bad, man, things bad, man. Stop that! Stop that! You are vandalizing your future with your careless talk. Beware of your mouth. Beware of your mouth. If you don't have anything to speak into your future, shut up. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. Where is death? Where is life? What you are saying is what is killing you. What you are saying is what is giving you life. Really, I don't really want any things you are saying. It's, 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 not, it's, it's, not, it's not for me. You prefer me praying for you. You should thank God for today. At least you are beginning to discover some of the handles of life, what can give you control in life, so that when you are not in control, you should know what you can do. When you really want to be in control, you will know what to do. At least someone must know these things. What betides you if you don't know? Life and death lies in the power of your tongue. Please beware, your tongue is prophetic. Don't damage your life with your tongue. Don't damage your life with your tongue. Your tongue is prophetic. Tell somebody, my tongue is prophetic. So from today onwards, I'm going to be mindful what what comes out of my mouth. Hallelujah. Number four, your, your tongue is a spiritual hammer. Or your words are spiritual hammer. So your tongue is a spiritual hammer with the cup city to break every rock. Jeremiah chapter 33, 23, sorry. Jeremiah 23, 29. Is not my word like as a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock. Where so? Is that my word? The word is like a hammer. Breaks the rock. So, so you have to be careful. Use the hammer well. It doesn't matter how hard the situation is, you can speak your way into it. Number four, and number five, sorry. Number five is a very powerful one. Angels run with your words to deliver your instructions. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. These are talking about angels. He said, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be heirs of salvation? So those of us who are heirs of salvation, angels are sent by God to minister to us. Okay? 
Angels are sent by God to minister to us. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 6. Let's all read it out together. Let's go. Hey. Don't say, oh, angel, sorry, this one, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Suffer not your mouth to call your sin or your flesh to sin. Your mouth. And now you say, oh, angel, sorry, I didn't mean it. So what means is that angels are sent to minister to us. As soon as you speak your word, they pick it and work with it. Angels pick your word and work with it. And work with it. And work with it. And work with it. So what you are saying, I don't have money. They are working with it. Somebody asked you, can you loan me 5,000 pounds? Why not? Why not? Not yet. Why not? <laughs> I say I don't have it. You don't have one. <laughs> don't let someone make you say what your future will pay for. Because you are telling the person, I don't have it. But you actually release that statement, I don't have it. So it's two things. What you are saying, you are responsible for what you are saying. And what you are saying is creating your future. So even though you are speaking to somebody now, what you are releasing is creating a future. So you have to be careful. That's why you have to be cautious with what you are saying. Find a different way of putting it. So that your future doesn't have to pay for what you just said today. Be cautious about the fact that angels are running with your words to deliver the contents of your words. Don't let what your doctors say confuse you. Your doctor is saying something, so you now you are confused. You are saying the angels, okay. We are waiting, know what your doctor is saying. We are just <laughs> we are just waiting for you to speak. That's what I'm telling you. You go to the hospital. They said, you have got, what, what are some of the things they say? You have got something. Yeah. You have got, what a, yeah, sciatica. And then he said, oh, my darling, when I went, they said, I've got sciatica. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So what the doctor is saying is not the problem. What you are saying is what the, where the problem is. They say, I've got HIV. No. You don't, re, you don't repeat that. You don't repeat that. You don't repeat that. And sometimes you have to speak back. Some of the doctors, the thing they can tell you is so dis- heartbreaking. They say, no, I'm sorry, I have to tell you that you will not live to be. Um, this. So, excuse me. I will live and I attend your funeral. <laughs> you can say no. 
Bishop Willepo said something, the thing, the thing blessed me. After the first night conference, just a few of us, a few, about 10 pastors, we had the privilege of having private time with him. And he said, these are the things he was sharing. He said that so many people have so much confidence in healthcare. So every little thing, the slightest thing, they have to go. <laughs> Please t- tell me what is wrong with me. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> thankful for the NHS. Listen, I never said don't go to the doctors. <laughs> you are making use of the NHS. <laughs> he made, it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me because recently when I had some pain in my like, I thought oh, I, had, I have to go to the GP. I'm going to check this thing. I'm not saying when you have problems, don't go. And that's not what I'm saying. But it comes, we have been programmed naturally, the first thing. The first thing. Ah, hey, doctor, please, can, can you check what is wrong with me? Ah, hey, hey, okay, okay. Then they said, what you have got is called, what does it, the problem is called pupomiasis. <laughs> then, so he says, so what, what, what can I do? They say, oh, you have to take drugs for the rest of your life. Oh, really? Oh, doctor. But that drugs, so don't want to produce. Oh, no problem. Bring it to me. <laughs> so naturally, we don't even go to God's word. God's word is not the first option. The doctor's word is the first option. Years ago, Bishop Oyotepo was preaching. He said, every time my doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said, my... When will you say God said? God said? God said? I'm only a, I'm talking to people of faith. There's not Jehovah's Witness who says that you don't have to take blood transfusion, medication, and all that. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what you are saying. What you are saying. So, what you say is creating your future. Number six. There is power in your tongue to silence your enemy. There is power. There is power in your tongue to silence your enemy. Luke chapter... 21 verse 15. Is somebody learning something? How many of you feel your future is secured? How many of you are going to create the future you're expecting? Shout hallelujah. All right, let's read it out loud together. Luke 22, verse 15. <laughs> I will give you a mouth and, a mouth and wisdom which 
all your adversaries shall not be able to gain say or resist. You have more to say. When you speak, they can resist. You can silence your enemies. Yeah. God said, I'll give you a mouth. There is power in your mouth. Hallelujah. Psalm 81 verse 10. Verse 10, 11, 12. It says that, I am the Lord thy God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will feel it. <laughs> Open your mouth. Don't be. Bishop Yedepo said, I said it last Sunday, a closed mouth equals to a closed destiny. Open your mouth. Speak. He said, I brought you out from Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I'll feel it. But my people will not hearken to my voice and Israel will, uh, Israel will none of me. So I gave them up unto their own hearts last. And they walked in their own counsel. They will not say what I said they should say. Verse 14. I, I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversary. But they didn't allow me because of their, their mouth. Open your mouth. Israel will not have baby. When you open your mouth, your, your words will silence your adversary. You can contend. You can deal with your adversary. There is power in your tongue to subdue your enemies. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout a living hallelujah. hallelujah. You are too quiet to live a victorious life. This is a direct quote from Papa. You are too quiet to live a victorious life. I don't know what is wrong with me. Start speaking what God is saying. You are too quiet to live a victorious life. Victory in Christ is a function of speaking the word. (laughs) In your mouth lies your victory or your defeat. In your mouth lies your victory or your defeat. Tell someone, in my mouth lies my victory or my defeat. Praise God. This is very important. You are born again of the spirit, but you can only be in command by the sounds you make. So, <laughs> John chapter uh, 3, verse 8, uh, you know, or from verse 6, whosoever is born of the Spirit is spirit. You are born of the Spirit, but you can only be in charge. After you are born again, you can only be in charge by the sound you make. You, you don't have to be quiet, though. You really have to speak. In Mark chapter 16, verse 20, can you imagine? The Bible says that the Lord working with them, doing what? Let's already from this. Let's go. They went preaching, and the word they preach is what God was working with. The word they were preaching, that's what God was working with. The words in their mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
is not only enough to be born again. You have to make sounds. That you are born again, start to release the power. When you are born again, now begin to release the word. Begin to release the word. In Acts chapter 14, verse 1 to 3, I like that text. The Bible says that it came to pass in Iconium that they, were, they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews and so, watch this, and so speak that a great multitude, both of Jews and also of Greeks, believed. Verse 2. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. Verse 3. Long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of his grace and granted signs and wonder to be done by their hands. He gave testimony to the word of his grace. The speaking boldly is what God gave testimony to. Granted signs to be done by their If they were not speaking, you know, God will grant you your words. Bible says that if you shall say to the mountain, be that move and be cast into the sea. And Mark eleven twenty three, 23. Whosoever, verily I say unto you, whoever shall say to this mountain, be that removed, be cast into the sea. And that's not doubt in his heart, but believe that whatsoever he says shall come, he shall have it. He shall have whatsoever he says. Listen, what you are having is what you were saying. What do you want to have? Start saying it. Start saying it. What you are having now is what you were saying. No sound, no signs from this scripture. The sounds they were making was allowing God to manifest. No, no sound, no signs. You want to see signs? Make sounds. Hallelujah. <laughs> the sounds you make is what puts you in command of signs and wonders. I like this. I'm about to share this. Uh, it's such, it was such a blessing when Bishop Oyedipo shared this one. Listen to this. In John chapter 18, verse 4. Man, pastor, this was a blessing. This one. John chapter 18. Jesus therefore knowing all things that should come upon him went forth and said unto them. This is when they were coming to arrest him. Okay. He said, who are you looking for? And then, let's go on. They answered, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said unto them, I am he. And Judas also which betrayed him stood with them. Look at verse 6. As soon as he said as soon as he had said unto them, I am he, what happened? So he stopped talking. Because if he continues speaking, they can, the, the, the redemption will not happen. So look at Isaiah chapter 53 verse 7. Look. Look at Isaiah chapter 53. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. He opened, yet he opened not his mouth before if he, because if he opened his mouth, Wow. That's wow. It. Wow. Now, this is what Bishop Oedipo said. He, did, he had to die because his blood was coming to save us. Who is your blood saving? 
So open your mouth. <laughs> your blood is not saving anybody. So open. <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't have to die. That's the point. Close mouth will make you die. Open your mouth. Some of you, your job situation is because of what you've been saying. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Your condition, your domestic conditions. You keep repeating the same thing that is happening. Things are hard. When will you start to speak what God is saying? Every time I don't have money. Every time I don't. And haven't you noticed that they don't have money is increasing? (laughs) Your wallet is lighter, getting lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. Every time. You see, this is higher, higher way of living. It's not for cheap living. You need, you need, that's why I wanted to teach on the spirit of faith. Because it's a function of the spirit. If you are not born again, all these things I'm saying, you try it, it, you'll be be confused. It's a higher way of living. I was wondering why did I allow myself to to have pains? The other time, uh, in Graceland, was it in Graceland? She's not a young girl, and she had some tooth, whatever. It was bad. Some serious tooth. And she, oh, I said, my friend, go to the hospital. You know, are we okay? It was, I said, are we okay? Pastor, I believe, are we okay? Are we okay? I said, my friend, just go. Because it's stop doing, are we okay? Are we okay? Are we okay? Within, within a few days, she was okay for a long time. I took notice of it. Said so this lady used her mouth to confess her healing yeah. into existence. Some of you, you have actually complicated and compounded your problem. You have said more than what the doctors even said. You know, my asthma, when it comes, my asthma. Now it's become, it has become your asthma, your own. My asthma, when it comes. When, when my asthma comes. When my asthma comes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So open your mouth and speak. Quickly. The next point. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. Thank you, Jesus. You are a prophet. What you say is what you see. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says that we are beholding ourselves in the are being transformed to the same image from glory to glory as by the Spirit of the Lord. So as you look at yourself in the scriptures, you have to begin to speak what you are seeing in the scriptures, and that becomes your testimony. Let me do this point quickly. It is what, the next point is, it's what you declare that God confirms. What you declare is what God, what God confirms. Isaiah 44 verse 26. 
Isaiah 44, verse 26. What does it say? So what we declare is what God confirms. He confirms the words of his servants, not the words of pastors. Servant that talks about people of God. When you speak, you confirm it. I see God confirming your word. I, I can imagine what 2020 is going to be for us. The next point is whatever God says for you to say in his word he will defend it. So whatever God says and you say or he says in his word for you to say he will defend it. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 he says that I watch over my word to perform it. Thank you Jesus. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 9. That's the last point. Is somebody learning something? Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 9. But I I wrote for my name's sake that it should not be polluted before the heathen among whom they were, in whose sight I made myself known unto them, in bringing them forth out of the land of Egypt. Verse 14. But I wrought for my name's sake that I should not be polluted, that, that it should not be polluted before the heathen, in whose sight I brought them out. You see that God doesn't want his name to be polluted. So he did some things for his name's sake. Verse 22, verse 22 says that, nevertheless, I redrew my hand and wrote for my name's sake that it will not be polluted in the sight of the heathen host. So, so God will defend his, his word any day, any time. Anyone who can enjoy God's defense by saying, anyone can enjoy God's defense by saying what God has said. If you say what God has said, you will enjoy his defense. How many of us are going to be mindful of what you say? Faith giants are cautious with what they say. It's not a cheap living. Ordinary people, me, I don't care. No, nobody bothers me. Nobody can bother about that. It's like saying that I can eat anything. It doesn't happen. I don't care. No, no, just go ahead. Eat, go ahead. The future will meet us all. Yeah. Somebody, because of this message, you have added 30 years to your life. Because you would, have, you would have been saying what the doctors are, or what everybody is saying. Oh, death. Oh, oh it looks like. I mean, you, in this church, we don't have to be burying people. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't have to. And we are attending funeral. No. We don't have to be burying people. So everybody must speak life. 
they stoned Paul, Stephen. Uh, when they stoned Stephen, Stephen they stoned. He said, "Lord, into your hands I commit my soul." Paul, he behaved like he was there when they left. He got up and went away. <laughs> he decided that no, I'm going. No, read the Bible. He said, "For me to depart is uh, first uh, um, Philippians chapter one. No, chapter one. Yeah, chap, chap, no, chapter three, verse twenty-one. No, chapter one, twenty-three, twenty-four. He said, I'm torn in between two, whether to, chapter 1, verse 23, 24. He said, I'm torn in between two, having the desire to depart or to be with Christ, which is far better. Look, look at verse 22. But if I live in the flesh, that is, that, that, uh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what shall I choose? Well, what I shall choose, I'm not sure. The next verse. I am straight in between two, uh, whether to to live or stay. I'm not sure. Look at verse, the next verse, 34. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. So he decided, I will not die now. He said, I'm not sure whether to be with Christ, go and be with Christ or stay. Because if I stay, I can serve the church more. But if I go, it's better for, it's sweet. But for your sake, I will choose to stay. Yeah. You, 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 can, you can determine the outcome of your life. Your marriage, all those kind of issues in family, your family tree, you can block them by your words. You have so much power in your mouth. There's power in your tongue. A believer has power in your tongue. You have power in your tongue. Don't take it for granted. Whatever you are saying is what you are having. As you say it, you have it. As you say it, you are where you are today because of what you were saying. And you'll be where you'll be tomorrow because of what you are saying. So start speaking what you want to say. Over your children, over your health, over your finances, or over your family life. Speak it! In the name of Jesus. Did you receive something? Put your hands together for the Lord. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.